0: Hey, this is Darren Cole from InCast, and I'm here to say that I dig the underground. Keep up the good work, guys. This is Zach, and I dig the underground so much that when I heard you needed some bumpers, I dug out my Pokemon Pinball cartridge and played a game. I'm sure that my rusty skills will discuss them no end, and they will head right on over. Twenty Radio, your gamers' role. <laughs>
1: the very best Pokemon news and views this side of Twist Mountain. I'm Nateel.
0: And I'm Sam. For today's broadcast, we'll be discussing the latest Pokemon news, presenting our double teams featuring Aggron, as well as turning the spotlight on this rock-steel Pokemon from Hoenn, and ask another question of the week. So sit back, relax, and give your Radio Rotom what it wants.
1: Well, it's chatter time. It is. And I have literally, like, nothing to say. Oh. It was kind of a sad, sad Pokemon week for me. I'm in school almost double times, so I was buried under a mountain of reading this week. But I hopefully now am a little bit ahead on homework, so this upcoming week I'll be able to start breeding a new Devil's Team. Hopefully.
0: That would be good.
1: That's the plan. That is the plan.
0: Because I think we also have... Well, we haven't ever set a date on it, but we're going to have one of our quarterly E4 tournaments coming up here probably in the beginning of October. Yep. I still haven't decided when we're going to do that. I still haven't decided if we're even going to have it still be doubles. Oh, snap. Because if we're going to have it for quarterly, then... I don't know. Maybe we should focus on just having the tournaments be like, the modified tournaments, and then, I don't know, something. We'll talk about it. Sounds good.
1: So that's pretty much been all I've got. I think your week was a lot more exciting than mine.
0: My week was exciting, and it was also, I don't know, I guess a little ridiculous. There were a lot of things going on.
1: A lot of things.
0: A lot of things. Um, Had a lot of work that was going on, which also kind of ate into a lot of my Pokémon time. I don't know, I have two jobs now, so that's been interesting. And with that and Pokémon League going on at the same time... And trying to set up the other leagues across North Dakota, it does tend to eat into a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was looking at my messages again, I haven't heard back from any of the places that I sent to. And I'm not entirely sure if it's just that they're not interested or if they're not quite as on the ball about responding to things to rather electronic inquiries as I am.
1: That's definitely a possibility. I would, you know, maybe give it another week or so before trying to recontact people. Yep. So, that'll be one thing. Yeah, hopefully they'll get back to you soon.
0: Yep. Because I would at least like to have a few of them started up here. Mm -hmm. Just, if nothing else, just for X and Y and all of the awesome things that are going to happen for that. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, I have been attempting to get a package from FedEx over the last three days, and I'm going to guess that it is my lab coat. I don't know, that's the only thing I remember ordering, but I ordered (laughs) it about a month and a half ago, so I'm not entirely sure. If it's that, or if it's something else. I super
1: Uh, hope it's the lab coat.
0: Right? Yeah, they kept wanting me to sign to have them leave it by the door. And I was just like, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, (laughs) I live in an apartment building, and there are a bunch of kids in here, and they've done stuff like sticking Band-Aids on my walls, and or on my door, and things like that before. So, I don't trust having a package left outside my door, just there for hours before I can get home. Yeah. Especially if it says the Pokemon Company on it. <laughs> I can only imagine exactly how well that would go. Yeah, I can see that. But if I do get it, I... And it's probably going to be like the one article of clothing that I would go out of my way to iron and make sure it's in like <laughs> pristine condition, as opposed to, you know, just work clothes. So,
1: I hope you get a hold of it soon. Like, have you been able to like get in touch with FedEx or anything and be like, hey, can I just come pick it up from your warehouse or whatever?
0: Unfortunately, these guys are all about not having me talk to actual people. Oh, apparently, God. they keep leaving me a door tag with no information on it as to contact an actual office around here. It's always, you know, go to the corporate website or call the corporate number. And I call corporate numbers all the time at work, so I really don't want to do that anymore. But I did it just because this was the last attempt that they had for delivering it to my door. They tried to... They apparently... Tried to deliver it to me at like noon on Saturday. Oh. And yeah, I don't know. But anyway, they, um, I called the corporate number and they said that they'd be, well, I assume anyway, they'll be transferring it to the store close to the mall. So.
1: Oh, well, that'll be okay.
0: Presumably, I'll be able to just swing by and pick it up probably after work. Good plan. So we'll see what that is, if it's even the lab coat. I'm, like I said, I don't even know. Nobody's, nobody gave me any warning on this one. I placed the order for it a while ago, and, you know, that's, I had just never heard back from anybody about it again until all of a sudden, hey, guess what? FedEx stamp on your door. So.
1: Nice.
0: Yep. I don't know. And. Well, I don't know. The site was supposed to be going live today, I'm pretty sure. So by the time this is actually edited and put up, I think I will be okay in saying this. So sorry, Justin, if I'm jumping the gun here, but I also made a new singles team for a uh, an online competition that Striaton and Radio is putting together. Very cool. Yep. They invited me to be one of the eight people who are going to be, I guess, pseudo-gym leaders. And we were all tasked to create uh, monotype teams and have them be the teams that we have other people challenge us for over just the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection battles.
1: Interesting. So they're not doing it over... Uh, Pokemon Online, you guys are actually having, like, real battles.
0: Yep, real battles, and I don't know, I still haven't gotten the team built yet. I've been testing it out on Showdown, and it's been difficult to put together, especially when, you know, I don't know anybody who's on Showdown anymore to to be practicing with. Hear that? Or they're, you know, coming back home at, you know, almost one in the morning, and ask, you know, sending messages to me while I'm unconscious, asking me if I'm still awake and wanting to do showdown, oh. Josh. <laughs> Get home earlier, Josh. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, that'll be going live. I don't know the address of the site. I'm pretty sure you can find it on and Radio, so if you just search for and Radio, whether it's their Facebook group or their website, I'm sure they'll have a link for it there. And then you'll be able to see all of the things. It was really weird. I had to, like, write up a fake, like, journal article for myself for it. Interesting. I don't like doing that, so the whole time I was just like, well... What do I even say about myself? And I just went back to, I kind of paraphrased something that Richard told me one time, which was, whenever I fight Sam, I start having, like, heart arrhythmia. So (laughs) I just used something along that line.
1: That's a fairly accurate description.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that was that. And... I don't know, I also noticed that one of my favorite Pokemon uh, webcomics finally updated itself again.
1: Whoa! Which one?
0: It was Nuzlocke Pokemon Hard Mode, is I think what it's called. And for anybody who wants to know, yes, it is a very, very not PG-13 comic. So (laughs) you might want to watch what your kids are searching on the internet for. When they're trying to look for that, but it was a really fun one, and I was really looking forward to an update from them. I've been just, like, checking back on their link for weeks to see if uh, they finally updated it. And they have, and I thought it was, I don't know, they update it now where, you know, it's not just, like, one little section of the comic every, you know, week or so. It's, like, one gigantic comic Nice. Once every month or something, so.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yep. Then I also had occasion to have my own little private super mean-spirited chuckle at all of the hackers that (laughs) are going to be unable to trade up their hacked Pokémon to the new generation games.
1: Oh, and suddenly it's so vindicating to have been breeding all of my Pokémon legitimately for the last two years.
0: Yep. And... I don't know, I also laugh at... I don't know, I probably shouldn't drop names, but... (laughs) Just just let it be known that I know a lot of these people who are hacking their Pokemon, and I'm going to be so thankful that I'm not going to be seeing any Shiny Victinis or, you know, Wonder Guard Pikachus or, you know, just ridiculous things, you know, that are going to be coming up into Gen 6. I'm so glad that I'm not going to be seeing any of that. <laughs> oh, Lord, Wonder Guard Pikachu. Yep, Wonder Guard <laughs> Pikachu with the ability to one-hit KO a high dragon.
1: I remember when we
0: talked about that. <laughs> I yeah. was just like, you're
1: kidding, right?
0: Like, this is a joke. No, it is not a joke.
1: It was not a joke.
0: And then I was just like, so you need to release that. What is release- What does releasing do? Oh, you just do this, 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 and it's gone. <laughs> and now no one ever has to see it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I got a level 100 Pikachu. I was like, "Oh, fantastic!" You know, auto leveling makes it go down, right? And then, high dragon, Draco Meteor, shh, Wonder Guard. It's like, what? <laughs> and Ice Beam. What? And one hit KO. Worst decision ever. Yep, because then I pulled out Flygon, and then I proceeded to just destroy the rest of his team.
1: Good. Because I wasn't going to
0: have any of that. But yeah, I laugh at all the hackers who are going to be unable to trade up their hacked Pokemon because Pokemon Company is cracking down on it. I don't know, probably the one thing that I will miss most of all is probably the Ditto, which probably won't be able to make the trip up.
1: Um, Oh no! I didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah, other I don't know. I'm not too terribly heartbroken over it. I still have all the Pokemon ever in Gen Five. I can just breed those and send them up if I need them.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's not going to be that hard to send them up now.
0: Um, uh, nope. You will be use. Yeah, you'll be using the uh, stuff we'll be talking about in the news. Then I'm not yeah. really sure about the details of it, though. The details are a little vague. I don't know if you. I don't know how they plan on implementing it. I guess we'll see here coming up in (laughs) a month month. (laughs) and four days. (laughs) We will all know soon enough. Yep.
1: So I think that's chatter, eh? I believe it is. And I am suddenly Canadian. Well, let's head over to the news desk and see if I can be American again.
0: And now we head over to the news desk, where I am standing on the ceiling, and we are here to give you our underground announcements of the week.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, For this week's underground announcements, we basically just have the one thing. um, As we are doing the double team segment today, that means a new cycle of double team is starting up this week. As always, it is Suggestion Week.
0: Or Query Week. Query Week. (laughs) Query Week.
1: You can send your choices via Twitter, Facebook, or email, and as always, only the first three will be accepted. These go really fast, so you better keep your eye on the page. I will do my best to not post the suggestions poll until after people have gotten a chance to realize that this episode has gone live. Um, and well, people the people only- are
0: still going to send us the suggestions. I mean, Kent, he was just like, bam, right there, just like... <laughs> Hey, guess what? It is, like, 9.37 on a Sunday. I think that Natil and Sam are scheduled to record the podcast now. Pidgeot.
1: (laughs) The only other stipulation is that you are not allowed to choose any Pokémon that we have previously done a double-team segment for. We will not be doing another Agron episode. We will not be doing another Garbodar episode. If we've already done the Pokémon, it's time to give another
0: Pokémon some chance for some love. Justin. (laughs) Sorry. I'm dropping names all over the place today.
1: All over the place today.
0: But yeah, that is our underground announcements. I can't think of anything else other than me standing on the ceiling here. So (laughs) we will move into our over-under, I don't know, something world news. And that the first part, and probably the most important, is that the Shiny Dialga event will be I guess for everybody else who will be listening, we'll be ending yesterday, Sunday, September 8th, but Sunday is today for oh, today's I, I might
1: get it up this evening. We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's most likely going to be that anybody who's listening to this episode right now will realize, oh, guess what? It's already over because the stores it. are closed. So if you haven't gotten your Dialga by now i I think we've been announcing it every single week. That we have it's we have given on. you
1: plenty of warnings, so if you've missed it, well, I'm sorry,
0: get ready to get the Palkia on the ninth. Plus the two weeks beforehand, I think too. So we've been doing it for about a month and a half here. so <laughs> uh
1: but in but the Palkia event does start um tomorrow on the ninth, and that will be going for again three full weeks, so you will have plenty of time to get a hold of your Palkias. And when I say Palkias, I mean that. I will be obtaining three, because one of my carts
0: is still in New York with Ross. Did you tell him to get a Dialga?
1: I did. I don't know if he made it to a GameStop or not, but what am I going to do with four Dialgas? I think three is a bit of overkill, honestly.
0: You have each one do a different thing. You have the first Dialga do a straight attacking set. You have the other Dialga do a straight special set. You have one of them do a mixed set, and you have the last one just be like,
1: a weird not like,
0: no, it won't even be anything logical. It's just going to be something that has, like, splash and explosion and, <laughs> you know, it'll be using, like, shadow sneak, you know, just ridiculous stuff that has no place on a Dialga. Just for the sake of being just like, so guess what, guys, check out my Dialga. It's shiny, and you'll never know if it was hacked.
1: (laughs) Except they will, because if it goes up with me to 5th Gen, it does not.
0: Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Oh, well. Speaking of, I don't know, awesome, derpy stuff...
1: (laughs) Speaking of the next generation...
0: um, There is a new Rumble U-Password out for Europe featuring shiny Magikarp.
1: I'm not sure how Magikarp works in...
0: Well, apparently it's got a, like, strength or power something of a thousand, and it knows, I don't know, I think it can gift things. So, I don't know, it does something of that nature. And I think it also does splash and hydro pump. So it's kind of like that one that they released in Japan. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's in Rumble U, so it'll probably be more useful. Probably. Though I would... Still, take that shiny Magikarp. If anybody's willing to trade one, I would trade one of my shiny Dialga for a shiny Magikarp. A ton deal.
1: All of the other news this week has been related to Pokemon X and Y. So, for the rest of this news desk session, as it were, we are just going to be referring it to the Pokemon, referring to it as the Pokemon X and Y news desk, because Nintendo did a Pokemon Direct this past Friday. Yes, Yes. so it was Friday. I couldn't remember if it was Thursday or Friday when it dropped, so it was like a 10-minute thing about Pokemon X and Y. There was a lot of idle chit-chat between um, the CEO of Nintendo Japan and the uh, head of Game Freak and all this stuff, but we did get a lot of really good information out of it, and we're going to throw all of that
0: at you now. Yep. First part that we have is that it has been confirmed that Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, or at least some permutation of them, are going to be getting Mega Evolutions.
1: Yup, so you now have Mega Venusaur, Mega Charizard, and Mega Blastoise, all with their own new, never well, not never-before-seen, but they're, they have different abilities than even their Dream World previous evolution counterparts. Um, for Is mega... it a
0: previous evolution, or...?
1: Well, yeah, they're okay, their they're final non-mega evolution form, <laughs> it's it's a weird okay. thing. Uh, mega Venusaur will be getting Thick Fat, Mega Charizard will be getting Drought, and Mega Blastoise will be getting Mega Launcher.
0: I think I still like the idea of chlorophyll, solar power, and rain dish better, but...
1: 100% agreeing with you there.
0: I don't know, thick fat for Venusaur being able to have the fire and ice weaknesses removed, that's okay, but I think being super stupid fast is also pretty good. I don't know, Mega Charizard.
1: I don't really see using your one Mega Evolution Pokemon in a battle to be your Sunbringer. Just use Nine Tails.
0: Yeah, and I would also <laughs> like Solar Power because Solar Power, like, Fire Blast, Solar Power, like, Solar Beam, or, you know, just stupid stuff like that. I mean, he'd be a fantastic just cannon for death.
1: Oh, I know.
0: And, I don't know, Mega Blastoise, Mega Launcher, it's, eh. I I like the idea of Blastoise being really bulky more than I like him of being, like, a cannon for that. I don't know, it was... That's that's just personal preference. Blastoise is just naturally bulky. I like to play to his strengths there. Yeah. Though it was kind of hilarious. I was on a Facebook group, and one of the guys was saying, oh, you know, it's I, I think they're going to be re- uh, redistributing Mega Blastoise's stats to make him a special attacker. And I just stared at that post, and I was just like, he's already a special attacker. But... <laughs> I I didn't I didn't go, I didn't go into detail on that though. I was just like, you know what, Sam, just walk away. Just walk away.
1: <laughs> Probably a good plan.
0: Though I did answer one of their polls where they were just like, who is this Pokemon and what are some of his natural what is his most uh competitive natural ability? And it was a picture of Whimsicott. And I just looked at it and I was just like, that's the correct answer to that is Whimsicott the Yay Pokemon. And his ability, his most useful competitive ability is Turbo Blaze.
1: I want a Turbo Blaze Whipsicott! Oh also, my goodness.
0: Also, his stat pool, his move pool is Splash, Explosion, Roar of Time, and Earthquake. And his IV spread is 100 in every stat except HP, where that one is going to have 10. Done deal. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Some other news that came out of the Pokemon Direct uh, some other news that came out of this edition of Pokemon Direct was that there is going to be an application for online Pokemon storage. Uh, they're calling it Pokemon Bank, which is going to have a yearly subscription of about $5 to allow cloud storage of up to 3,000 Pokemon. And the reason they are using this annual fee system is because, as they made it very clear in the um, episode of Pokemon Direct, they want to make this a very long term, a very long term solution to Pokemon storage.
0: That's a good thing because I don't know if I would use all three thousand spaces. But... Not
1: initially, no. But like, if if this is going to be a thing where they're like, we're going to do this for you know multiple years, I can definitely get behind that.
0: Oh, yeah. They're also uh, tacking on another app with the Pokémon Bank, which is called the Poke Transporter, which will be available with the download of the Pokémon Bank, which will allow you to transfer Pokémon from 5th-gen games to 6th-gen games. Apparently, you can do it all on a single 3DS.
1: Yep, because essentially what's going to be happening is you take your... Um, old carts, and you put them into your 3DS, and then you use the Poke Transfer app to pull them off of Black-White, Black-2-White-2, and put them onto the Pokémon Bank, and then you go from Pokémon Bank to your 6th Gen game.
0: Yep. And it also prevents hacked Pokémon from being able to be transferred. Just straight up. <laughs> yep. So, cheaters, you fail again.
1: That is probably the most exciting part about this whole thing for me. Um, like you said, it's it's a little sad to be realizing that I'm going to, you know, probably lose my, uh, ditto. yeah, my ditto, but I guess That's I will... That's the
0: one Pokemon that we have that is yeah. only used in breeding, so...
1: And I suppose I will just have to figure out, you know, a way to get that breeding tool back in 6th gen or figure out some other breeding tool to use instead.
0: Yep. It's definitely not the end of the world. Exactly. It's going to be the end of George's world, though. (laughs) Um,
1: Another thing that they talked about is that there are new limited edition 3DS XLs that are going to be released over here in uh, the western part of the world, which are paralleling the 3DS LLs released in Japan. There's going to be two of them. One of them is red and one of them is blue. And they both feature Xerneas and Eveltal on the top cover and the starters on the back. Um, Both, Both set like over the top of a very large letter X and Y.
0: Superimposed, that's the word I wanted. I was thinking that word at the same time, too.
1: <laughs> so the Im- these images of the Pokémon are superimposed over the X and the Y. I really like the look of the blue one. Not so much a fan of the red one, but it's just a personal thing, I guess.
0: I am i don't know if I would want either of them. Uh. And it's mostly due to style. If I was going to get one, I'd want to have like one on the front and one on the back. And I wouldn't want the X and Y on there. I don't know. It seems a little too busy for a design when it's like that.
1: I don't know. It's something as large as the XLs. I think I can get behind it.
0: I don't know. If I was going to get one of them, I would want the uh, gold one that came out. The one with Xerneas oh. on the cover that yeah. had the forest on it. And yep. then on the back with uh, Eveltal and the clouds. If I was going to get one of those, I would get one of those. Usually, I don't much care for bright colors, like the Pikachu 3DS XL that's a very bright yellow. and that is. It's one of those kind of things where usually I wouldn't even consider getting one like that. If I was going to get one, it'd probably be a blue color, like this 3DS XL that they're releasing over here. But, I don't know, I... I just don't like how they designed the cover on the 3DS XLs that they're releasing over here for Pokemon. I think I'll probably pass.
1: Done deal. Um, The first X and Y competition is set for uh, either December or January. They haven't really given a really firm release for that particular competition yet, but it is going to be happening after the release of X and Y. Um, if you don't recall, those people that participated and placed in the Global Showdown are eligible for entry into this first online X and Y competition. And in a bit of positive news, tying back to this whole, you know, death to hackers thing, there have been about 1,500 players that are already banned from entry from this online competition for using hacked Pokemon during the Global Showdown.
0: Yep. Bam! <laughs> I, re- I really like how this is working
1: out. Nintendo is really cracking down on this. I'm, Which is I'm, good. Yeah, I'm very impressed.
0: I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Also interesting news, or exciting news, rather, for people from the UK. There will be available an X&Y demo, similar to those at PAX, Gamescom, and locations around the U.S. Uh, the demo will run at the Eurogamer Expo from September 26 to September 29. So if you're over in
1: the U.K. and you have, you know, the ability to head over to the Eurogamer Expo, that's going to be your chance to get a hold of the X&Y demo.
0: And if anybody ever does go to that, let us know, and then we'll mention it in the podcast along with your impressions on this.
1: Yeah, we'd totally love to do that since Sam and I are sort of stuck here in Fargo, and our closest option is driving out on a Wednesday to... Minneapolis to the Mall of America. Which isn't going to (laughs) happen. No, we're we're not going to get to do the demo. So if you get to do the demo, you should absolutely write in to us and let us know what you thought about it, what your impressions were, and we will talk about it on the cast.
0: Yep. We also have one last bit of news here, and we kind of touched on it earlier. The option is now available in X and Y to obtain a Kanto starter from Professor Sycamore in Kalos.
1: And these will be able to mega-evolve.
0: Yep. (laughs) That's about all we're going to say
1: on that for right now.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: So that wraps up news for us this week. There was quite a bit to discuss thanks to another Pokemon direct on X and Y. But with all that covered, we're going to head over to this episode's main topic. As Sam mentioned at the top of the show, we are doing a double-team segment for this week's main topic. This week, or I guess this cycle, we, as was chosen by the listeners, are doing double-teams. Well, not necessarily doubles, format teams. But we are Sam and I are both presenting a team based around Agron, the rock-and-steel type Pokemon.
0: Agron was an interesting choice.
1: It really was. And I think you and I came up with very different teams for... For uh, Agron to work with, I think this week, this cycle, I'm gonna make you go first because I normally go first when we do these. All right, do it. Tell me all about your Agron team.
0: So I started out with Agron, and he's going to have Sturdy, and he'll have Stone Edge, Stealth Rock, Earthquake, and Superpower, and it's fairly basic. Agron. I made it so that he could at least have the Sturdy to put up the Stealth Rocks and possibly use Stone Edge, Earthquake, or Superpower just to have some kind of type coverage for moves. Um, The general idea is that this is going to be a singles team, and I'll probably have him pulled out against a Pokémon who's using Ice-type attacks or... um, rock-type attack, something that won't hit me super effectively, and that I'll be able to survive, because unfortunately his special defense is very weak. Um, To support Agron, I have Persian, who will be using Bite, Fake Out, U-Turn, and Thief, and it'll have Technician, and this Persian is my favorite Persian build. I don't really have a different way to use him other than Fake Out for the... Uh, Normal gem boosted Technician uh, damage, then Bite for flinching chance, Thief to be able to take an opponent's held item, and U-turn to be able to cycle out, possibly into either Aggron to wall a physical attack, or to Melodic here, who will be walling my special attacks. And Melodic is going to be having Marvel Scale. It'll have Scald, Recover, Dragon Tail, and Ice Beam. Again, it's a set that I really like to have on Melodic. Scald to be able to do damage and burn. Ice Beam just for any Pokemon that are weak to Ice. Um, recover to be able to recover off damage. And Dragon Tail to be able to cycle people through Stealth Rocks. Also got Infernape here, who will be a Fire type that I'll be having to cover any of my bases for uh, Pokemon that would be difficult for any of my other Pokemon to knock out. It'll have Superpower, Fake Out, Flare Blitz, and Mock Punch. And I don't know. I opted for the Iron Fist ability here, but I don't know. I guess I could go Blaze if. Iron Fist, yeah, will ever, if Iron Fist will ever be a thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, after that, I have Roserade, who will be having Natural Cure, and it will know Aromatherapy to help clear my side of the field from status conditions, which are a little prevalent, um, Sledge Bomb, Giga Drain for damage, and Leech Seed. And the Leech Seed, I figure, would be really nice to help out Pokémon like Aggron if they're going to be taking a lot of damage and then have no real way to restore any of that uh, HP back themselves. Mm-hmm. And then in the final spot, I have something that I've never used before, and that is Whimsicott, and it has the Prankster ability. And I opted for Stun Spore, Giga Drain, Taunt, and Substitute. And I figured it would be a nice way to grief the opponent and possibly spread around some paralysis and to taunt them to prevent any uh, entry hazards coming up on my side or to prevent any uses of moves like Toxic, Will-O-Wisp, Thunder Wave, you know, just the more annoying status moves that would come up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, it's it's interesting because you went with a a singles team and I am going with a doubles team for mine. So it's like I keep, I keep forgetting how to think in singles anymore.
0: Well, I've had to start thinking in singles again for this, uh, for this upcoming Wi-Fi event. So it's one of those kind of things where I've just had to buckle down and get set for singles thought again.
1: Yeah, nice. and. Then. Yeah,
0: it's been a thing to wrap my mind around again with the advent of just VGC and trying to learn all of the rules for that, and then having to go back to singles and not knowing how to battle in singles again. So,
1: well, I definitely think that it's a really solid singles team. I mean, you've got some really good choices as far as, you know, walls and things are concerned, and you're using, you know, you're not just relying on standard OU Pokemon to make your life
0: easier. Standard OU Pokemon and singles are boring.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: they are. It's just like, oh, you have a Pokemon that has stats that are, you know, determined to be the ones that are going to win you battles. Congratulations. Here's a cookie. I'm going to walk away now.
1: I took a bit of a different approach with um, my team. I went with a doubles format team because that's just where my head is at. I'm planning a new doubles team, so it's easier for me to think in doubles right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mantra for this team was: I want Agron to be the star of this team, and I want every other Pokemon on the team to be able to pair well with Agron in a unique and slightly different way. Like I don't care how the other five Pokemon fit together on. You know, without Agron. I think they will kind of work together without Agron, but the point was to give Agron five really great partners. Oh. And so, I went through and I, I opted for a different, a very different Aggron than you did. Um, I'm going with a Rockhead Agron, uh, running Head Smash, Iron Tail, Earthquake, and Protect. Because I love Rockhead and Head Smash. Yeah. So <laughs> my Relicanth uses, gets the stab off it. It is a beautiful thing. It is. So Agron is going to be taking a cue from my Athos and going with that route. Um, Agron's first partner is an Intimidate Salamence. And I am going with a special attacking Salamence because Agron is a obvious physical attacker. So my special attacking Salamence is going to be running Fire Blast, Hydro Pump, Dragon Pulse, and Protect. Um, yeah. it, sh- it should provide Agron with some, you know, decent type coverage. The only thing that we have to worry about is uh, fighting types coming in and ruining Agron's day, but Salamence should be fast enough to get a Stab Dragon Pulse off and hopefully take care of any problems there. Yep. Uh, Agron's second option for a partner is a Regenerator Ray Uniclus, running Trick Room, Recover, Psychic, and Focus Blast. This option gives... Agron a good way to make up for his lacking speed. because um, he definitely has some lacking speed, it's base fifty. So he is he is hurting a little bit in the speed department. So Reuniclus comes out and it has the ability to trick room and then continue to recover its own HP while Agron essentially cleans house. Now much, much faster. Um, If you are in a situation where Trick Room is going to be much more harmful than helpful to you, then we can opt for Whimsicott as another partner. I also chose to go with a Whimsicott, a Prankster Whimsicott at that, running Switcheroo, Stun Spore, Tailwind, and U-Turn. Switcheroo just for the hilarious, you know, well, I'm going to give you a terrible item for your Pokémon so that my team isn't so awful. Um, Stun Spore to help slow down opponents and give Agron a bit of a speed boost on top of Tailwind, which will just straight up boost Agron's speed. And then you turn to get out of there if he needs to. I've also put in a Levitate Latias. Um, the nice thing about having Latias and Salamence on this team is that that gives me two partners which can get free rides on all of Agron's earthquakes. Salamence is protected by his flying type and Latias by levitate. Latias is sort of Agron's cleric. Um, she's running Heal Pulse, Icy Wind, Psychic, and Protect. Heal Pulse to help renew some of the HP on Agron who doesn't have a way to do that for himself. Icy Wind to, again, help slow my foes down, because Icy Wind does have the chance to reduce an opponent's speed stat. Psychic for a stab special attacking option that will not only be stabbed for Latias, but help deter any fighting type opponents from coming out and quad weakness ruining Agron's day. And then Protect, because Protect is standard in doubles format play. My last Pokémon is also a Persian. I am also running a Technician Persian who is going to be utilizing Fake Out, Taunt, Faint, and U-Turn. I've never looked into using a faint Pokémon before, but Agron's speed is so lacking as it is that he's going to be slower than Persian, just straight up. Persian is a ridiculously speedy Pokémon. And with Fake Out, that gives me an option to put a quick stop on a Pokémon on my opponent's team that I can then double up on with Agron and hopefully take out. Taunt stops me from ending up with Pokémon that are going to try to either burn or further slow down Aggron with status effects. Feint is really, really cool for me, because if I get into a situation where I am able to predict that a Protect is coming, Persian can use Faint, which will not only get through the Protect or Detex, but it removes the effect of that move, letting Aggron come in secondary and... Also attack a Pokemon that thought it would be able to protect this turn.
0: I never realized that that's what faint that's what uh, faint did.
1: Yeah, I I just randomly started looking into it on a whim yesterday because when I was planning out this team and I was like, I want to use Persian for the fake out, the stab Technician fake out, which is great, and doing that lets me double up on a Pokemon and get that awesome. Uh, Ko that I am probably going to need, but when I was looking at Persian's attack options, there was Fate there, and I'm dragging it up on Cerebi right now just because I feel like I need to have the exact text that they use. So it says an attack that hits you, uh, an attack that hits a target using protect or detect. It also lifts the effects of those moves. Oh, so. I don't know why it's not used more often in competitive play, probably because it's a base power 30, but with a technician Persian, it's getting stab technician off that, just like it does off a of fake out. So it's it's going to hurt by itself. And then coming in with Agron after that and ruining an opponent's day who thought they were going to be able to protect this turn and have another turn to them is just going to ruin people.
0: Absolutely.
1: So I think I don't know, it it was it was an interesting exercise for me because I was looking really hard to find five very good partners for Agron and I wanted them all to be a little bit different because this way Agron can shine no matter what sort of team you end up finding yourself facing.
0: So does Latias learn helping hand? I believe
1: so? I should check. Because that would be a good thing to have. I could do that instead of... Oh, probably Icy Wind.
0: Yeah, because the Icy Wind with a trick room that you were planning on using would only make your opponents faster. That would potentially be a problem. It could potentially be a problem, yes. Um, And Helping Hand... You know, the nice thing about using it with Latias is Latius has helping... if Latias gets Helping Hand anyway, does it?
1: I am finding out Latias. There we go.
0: Find Helping... Yes, it
1: does get Helping Hand at level 10.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so the way you can do it is Helping Hand, and it's a plus 2 priority attack, I believe, or plus 3. So it'll always go first, even if the opponent is faster under trick room. And then you can just boost up Aggron, and then have Agron do head smash. And as long as the opponent isn't a steel or, I can't even remember, what else resists rock? Right off the top of my head. Like water, maybe? I don't know, but as long as it doesn't resist it, it's going to take a tremendous amount of damage.
1: Yeah, it is. So that's my team.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So again, Sam and I took this Pokemon that you guys gave us and again came up with very different approaches to the Pokemon. I hope that you as listeners are pleased with one or both of the teams that we have presented to you. You
0: have to be pleased with both. (laughs) You have to be pleased with both. You don't get a choice.
1: (laughs) We don't get a whole lot of feedback on these. So, you know, on the... Thread topic for this week's episode on the Facebook page. I think Sam and I would really love to hear a little bit of your guys' feedback on the teams that we've presented for you with Aggron. And, you know, rev up those engines because it's suggestion week for another cycle of double teams. So if you want to see a Pokémon get the same treatment as Aggron, you got to send your suggestions in. You can do so over Twitter, on our Facebook page, or in email. But remember, only the first three that come in are the ones that will be up for voting next week.
0: What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart that's true? What kind of Pokemon are you? Yeah.
1: This week's Pokemon Spotlight covers number 306, Aggron. Uh-huh.
0: Agron is a rock-and-steel-type Pokémon native to the Hoenn region.
1: It has a large, dark-gray body, a silver head, and aquamarine eyes, with claws, serrated fangs, and a set of three horns.
0: Egron are very well known to be very protective of their, vi- of their environment, rather, to, I guess, a degree that would be considered alarmingly violent.
1: They are sort of well, and with that appearance, they're just sort of alarming in general.
0: Yeah, they're relatively terrifying.
1: Uh, they also proudly display their own battle wounds, which are an indicator of how often they have battled. It's a it's a mark of pride for Agron as a species.
0: You know, I, I I almost kind of shudder to think about what a Agron that's just covered in like all his iron armor is just covered in like these ridiculous gouges and things like that would even look like oh god and
1: with those eyes man like <laughs> it's it's funny to say things like it they have aquamarine eyes but like in comparison with the rest of their physical appearance their their eyes are just like
0: striking yep i will say though the shiny agron the eyes are probably the most intimidating thing about it but the rest is kind of eh. it's yeah. like it's like a Weird, like, blue color, and I don't like that.
1: I definitely prefer standard Agron to shiny Agron, which doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while there's a Pokemon that I'm just like, yeah, shiny form, Nyeh. yeah. Yeah. Kind of like shiny Espeon. Ooh, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: Agron has also made an appearance on 12 trading card game cards in 11 sets. And there are currently two of those Aggrons that can be used in modified play from the Dragon's Exalted and Plasma Blast sets. Oh my! Yep, the Dragon's Exalted one in particular is, has a very unique ability that allows it to force the opponent to discard the top cards of his deck when Agron is evolved from the player's hand to one of his or her benched Pokémon.
1: Nice, so he fits well into um, mill decks, much like the Devour Durant deck that I faced at Regionals.
0: Unfortunately, Devour Durant got cycled out now.
1: Well, good. Now they can find some other way to mill me to death. Yep. Ground are very well known for their powerful armor and resilience. They can endure almost any hit, attack with with reckless abandon without fear of self-injury, and are known to be incredibly heavy. These Characteristics equate to Aggron's three abilities, Sturdy, Rockhead, and in the dream world, Heavy Metal.
0: With Heavy Metal, Agron becomes the heaviest of all non-legendary Pokémon, and as such, does tremendous amounts of damage with the attack Heavy Slam, where damage is calculated based on the, uh, the Pokémon's weight. One thing you gotta watch out for
1: there though is opponents with grass
0: knot. Yes. Because I believe Aggron is weak to grass. He is he's struck normally by grass Oh, because
1: of the steel typing, yes.
0: But it also does damage based on the opponent's weight. So uh-huh. the heavier you're the heavier you are, in theory, the more damage that's gonna do. So and it's a special attack.
1: It is yeah, so heavy metal is a double edged sword for Agron. Yep. Um, Agron have a very naturally high base defense sitting at base 180, which is amazing. But to offset, they have extremely low special defense sitting at base 60. They're also very slow, though definitely not the slowest Pokemon out there sitting at base speed 50.
0: Yep, and with a commandingly stronger base attack, which is sitting at 110, uh, as opposed to their special attack, which is sitting at base 60, uh, Agron are most often seen as physical attackers, employing moves such as Dragon Rush, Earthquake, Stone Edge, Head Smash, Superpower, and Heavy Slam, though they are also, I think, I, is ironic a good way to describe them... I don't know, I I think it's a good way to describe them. (laughs) They can ironically learn a variety of special attacks, such as Blizzard and Ice Beam. They can learn Solar Beam and Thunderbolt and Thunder. They can learn Flamethrower and Fire Blast. They can learn a lot of different special attacks that really just have no place on one competitively.
1: Which is sad, because his physical attacking options don't necessarily give you a lot of interesting type coverage options where his special attacks totally would.
0: Which makes it a really good one to play with in the game in general. I mean, if you have an aggron and you're playing against the elite for, you know, NPC, you're not even going to be worried about whether it's going to competitively do the most damage. I mean, your, your greatest ambition is probably going to be and I don't, I don't know if you could use. No, you could totally use Agron against Lance in Heartgold Soul Silver. Have the Agron sit out there and tank all of the dragon type hits and then reply with Ice Beam.
1: Absolutely. That would hurt him so badly. So, as far as his special attacking options are concerned, it's definitely a, you know, in game kind of a thing going for him. And it's a little sad that they're not as competitively viable, but he does have a good competitive viability, as Sam and I proved in our double-team segment today. Oh, yeah. Um, Eggron also has access to interesting support moves. Sam utilized Stealth Rock on his team build, but he also has access to
0: Autotomize.
1: Autotomize, Lord Almighty. (laughs) Autotomize, Sunny Day, Rain Dance, Sandstorm, Curse, and Magnet Rise.
0: Yeah, can't learn hail. Can learn everything else. (laughs) But not hail. (laughs) Not hail. And I really like the idea of autotomize, especially if he can endure a hit or multiple hits, just have him autotomize, 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 all of a sudden plus six speed.
1: Yup. So, on a singles team, that, you know, could work out very, very well for you. Probably not so much on a doubles team, but on a singles team, absolutely go
0: for it. Yeah, boosting isn't really seen all that much in doubles. Mm-mm. It's kind of sad,
1: but... It's it's too it's too hard when you've got, you know, a Pokemon that's trying to boost, and, a po- like, both of your foes focusing in both those attacks are taking twice as much damage as you would normally trying to get boosts up. Yeah. So... Um, As far as Agron's typing is concerned, Agron are weak to water attacks, but are ridiculously weak to fighting and ground-type attacks, forcing the Iron Armor Pokémon to rely on his extreme base defense to absorb physical attacks of those types. On the other hand, Agron's typing grants him resistances to normal, flying, ice, psychic, bug, rock, ghost, dragon, and dark-type attacks, with immunity to poison-type attacks and, as a result, toxic spikes.
0: In a, nu, you were probably, I guess, are you, I don't know what tier Aggron is in. I
1: think he's but, sitting like R-U-U-U somewhere in there.
0: Oh. Well, anyway, in his tier, he is a very potent threat to a lot of people. In the higher tiers, not so much, but in his own little niche that he's able to carve out from being resistant to so many types and, you know, resistant especially to physical attacks of those types, he does very, very well for himself.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, even if you want to take him up into those higher tiers, he has the potential to do it. You just have to be very careful about his uh, common weaknesses to fighting and ground-type attacks, especially with things like Mock Punch and Earthquake running around everywhere. Yeah. But with the proper support, as Sam and I proved earlier in the show today, Agron can be a very potent Pokémon on your team.
0: And so we're going to be going over to the question of the week. Uh, Last week's question was, what are your initial impressions of Pokemon Rumble U?
1: We got a lot of responses for this one. Uh, We got one
0: especially long response, too. (laughs) Yeah, we did.
1: So our first respondent was Josh, and he wrote in saying, all I know is that I need to buy a Wii U. I love all of the Rumble games, and the fact that there are figures makes everything better. Pokemon Rumble parties at my house are awesome, even though Natil never wants to come. It's not true, I totally wanted to come!
0: (laughs) Why didn't you ever come?
1: I'm pretty sure they were always on weeks where I was busy doing something or other because, you know, school eats up all of my time.
0: Oh, I thought it was during, like, July.
1: I don't know then. It might have been work-related, too. I suppose. That was back when I was working at GameStop and I never had weekends off.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right we also got a response from dario who says i think the figures are awesome i want to collect them for my desk
1: and now we have the super epic response of long 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 coming in from justin he says i think rumble U is fantastic it's not a serious game at all so if you're looking for the new black white 2 or pokemon coliseum you're definitely not looking for this game But it has a loose storytelling that's, it has a loose storyline that's interesting enough, and the gameplay is really simple. Many people classify it as a button masher, to be absolutely honest. It is. You go in, you spam the plus and minus buttons, but it's mindless fun that lets you play Pokemon while still getting away from the wind and grind that is the standard Pokemon games. If you're like me, you love Pokemon so much, but the regular biking back and forth to breed, Eevee, train, level up gets to be too much and you need a bit of a reprieve, but you still want to play Pokemon, so this is for you. You can pick up the game at any point and put it down without losing any of the gaming experience. It's simple, you play for fun, it's a great party game when you get friends involved. And what's more, your favorite Pokemon, regardless of what it is, is most likely viable. Of course, there are speed, attacking, and defense stats, but to be honest, it's not a big deal. As long as you have a decently powered attack and you're at the right level in comparison to your opponent, you're fine. I'm so excited to find a Luxray and a Garbodar because they are actually usable in Rumble U, unlike in the standard Pokemon games where they're straight niche Pokemon. Now, okay, the NFC figures. You can have them. They're great for collectors and Pokefreaks who just like to buy Pokemon stuff alike. They have in-game value, but let's say you're not a part of that group. That's totally fine. There are always new passwords coming out with special Pokemon anyways. These NFC figures are for those people who love collecting, love spending their money on Pokemon stuff, me, and for completionists who just need to complete everything. But the game is very enjoyable without it. I think Rumble U is a great game for Pokemon fans. It's fun, it's easy, and it's a great price. Definitely a game for any Pokemon enthusiast.
0: I believe that's classified as a rave review.
1: Yes, it is. It's a and not only a rave review, but a full-on review coming from somebody who I am assuming has had a chance to play it. Yeah. So thank you very much for that response.
0: Kisuke wrote in, As much as I have enjoyed the other Pokémon Rumble games, this one looks good, but doesn't really want doesn't really make me want to go get a Wii U. Don't get me wrong, I will eventually get this game, but not until after I find out about the teased clip from the X and Y promo video. Still, all in all, I will get the figures I like before picking this game up.
1: I wish I could get my hands on some of the figures. I went down to the 45th Street store to try to buy some, and when I went in there, they were like, no, yeah, one guy came in and bought the entire box worth of figures.
0: Oh. So I was like, well, fantastic. I guess nobody else gets any. Yeah. I'm just going to say, though, that 45th Street thing that you went through, that's such a jerk move to do.
1: I know.
0: You know, and I know, you know, if you have the money and you're able to do that, you know, it's your money. You can do with it whatever you want. But, you know, there are other people up here, too.
1: If you're going to just buy an entire box worth, do it online. All I wanted to do was go in and buy, like, two or three of the little Pokeballs and open them up and be excited about it. But I couldn't because someone went in and bought an entire box's worth, and that was all the 45th Street store had. Yep. Rage.
0: <laughs> we should have totally did a segment on that.
1: I didn't even think about it until right now.
0: Yeah. Snap. Snap. Oh, well, that was your mini verdian Forest <laughs> story for us here.
1: Insert in verdian Forest-themed music. Robert wrote in with his response, I don't have it yet, but I want it. I loved the other games, and I can't see this one being any different.
0: Kent replied, Don't have a Wii U, won't be getting one just to play Rumble You. i I'll hold out until the Metroid game or Pokemon Stadium slash Coliseum or hopefully Snap Remake. Oh,
1: Pokemon Snap remake. Please, please, please,
0: please,
1: please. Yes. Isak also wrote in. He was our last respondent for the week, and he said, I like the style of the Pokemon on it. Too bad we won't see the figurines here in Brazil, and if we do, it'll cost around 40 real, which is about 20 USD. I'd like to play it when I have the chance, though. Unfortunately, it will have to wait, as I don't have a Wii U.
0: So then we move into this week's question, which is, which Kanto starter will you take from the professor in Pokémon X and Y?
1: Yay! Totally newsworthy, totally relevant, and I am sure that there are a lot of people that are excited about having the chance to start their game with two starters this time.
0: I have been hearing a lot of people be excited about it.
1: So I'm actually likely going to be choosing Charmander. Um, I like the idea of taking my very first ever starter Pokemon, Charmander was my first starter Pokemon in Pokemon Red, with me through a new journey in three dimensions, along with my Kalos choice, which will be Chespin. It's just, it's it's a neat thing. I'm taking Chespin and uh Charmander for the option of having, you know, good type coverage right at the beginning, and because everybody's choosing Fennekin, so... I'm opting for Chesspin instead. Yeah. What about you? Who are you going to choose?
0: I am probably also going to go with Charmander. And I don't know. Charmander was my first starter that I had too. Um, I don't know. It's if I can't migrate over my Pokemon right away, it would be a nice way to go about it. Um don't know if I care so much for the mega-evolving of it, but I probably won't even mega-evolve it. I don't think
1: that I will either. I don't think that I am terribly interested in the mega-evolutions of the, you know, Kanto starters. That whole thing is a little...
0: A little too different.
1: Mega-evolutions are still something that I'm not entirely sure on, and we're probably going to have to talk a lot about that come the episode that we do full-on about X and Y, but... I'm really trying hard to reserve judgment on it until I have a chance to experience
0: it. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know. I think it's a nice way to get people the starters again. I don't know if if you haven't played. Oh, what was the last one they even did it in? Heart. You haven't played Heart Gold and Soul Silver. If you didn't play those games, which was a while ago, yeah, three years ago, um, right? If you haven't played those games three years ago and you didn't make it all, to the way, all the way to the end and you didn't go through the process of getting one of those starters, then, yeah, you missed out on those. So it's a nice way to get people those starter Pokémon again. You know, good luck getting the other Gen 2, 3, and 4 starters, but... Yeah, that's. You'll have to trade for those, but for those three, it'll be a nice way to bring them back in.
1: And I like that they chose the Kanto starters over any of the other starters because it's like all of those of us that have been playing since Gen 1 are moving from what was the earliest incarnation of 2D spriting in a handheld game into full 3D rendering of Pokemon. And so for those of us who have been in this for almost 15 years now, it's kind of a cool way to say, hey, you get to do your journey with not only a brand new Pokemon partner, but a Pokemon partner that is familiar to you. Yep.
0: So. As long as it's not the Pikachu. <laughs> as long as it's not the Pikachu. <laughs> I don't like Pikachu.
1: If you guys want to respond to this week's question of the week and let us know which Kanto starter you'll be taking on your Pokémon journey through X and Y, you can do so in one of several ways. We will have a question of the week thread topic up on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com backslash groups backslash the underground podcast. You can also send your response to us in tweet format. I am at hotpinkjoystick and Sam is at Alexiel you can also email us your responses at our mailbag, the Underground Mailbag at gmail.com, and we will share all of your responses on next week's episode. If you enjoyed today's broadcast, you can find back episodes of The Underground on iTunes or at our website, theundergroundpodcast.wordpress.com. Please subscribe to the show via the iTunes store or directly through the RSS feed on our website. If you like what you hear, leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them with the nearest bird to our mailbag. Or you can just email us at theundergroundmailbag at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear your bumpers. Just record an mp3 of yourself telling us that you dig the Underground and send it in. We'll play it at the top of the next episode. Also, please join our discussions over on the D20 Radio Network forums at d20radio.com backslash forums, and now on Facebook at facebook.com backslash groups backslash the
0: Underground Podcast. Please join us again next week when we'll be spotlighting another Pokemon type, the Grass type. So until next time, Pokefans, remember that our secret base is always open to you if you can find it.
1: The Underground Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license and is intended for entertainment and educational purposes only. Pokémon is a registered trademark of Nintendo, Game Freak, or Entertainment, and Wizards of the Coast. Music used in the show comes courtesy of the OC Remix album, The Missing Note Tracks. These songs and thousands more can be found at www.ocremix.org. All original audio, textual, graphical, and video content associated with the Underground Podcast are the sole copyright intellectual property of Nikhil Erickson and Samuel Ranke in affiliation with the v 20 Radio Network.
0: Now, for your Pokemon Pro Tip of the Week. As it turns out, as soon as your Crocroc evolves, be prepared for at least 20% more angry.